Hey, hey, welcome to the Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark podcast. And today I have a really special guest. Her name is Brittany Martinelli. And Brittany is the functional nutritionist and founder of Nourishing Nelly, her nutrition practice. She studied at East Tennessee University, holding a degree in dental hygiene and nutrition, and later went on to study and self-quantify gut and female health before beginning her practice in 2016. She is the author of Batch Build, a book on what and how to cook and the creator of the Nourishing Knowledge Masterclass, where she teaches individuals how to live their happiest and healthiest life. And today we're talking about how to cure food cravings. Let's dive in. Hey, Brittany, welcome to the Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark podcast. Hey there, how are we doing? Good, good. Um, so listeners heard it in the intro, um, but I want to know it from you. Who is Brittany Martinelli? Uh, give us a little bit of a breakdown. All right. Well, I'm a functional nutritionist. I work with everything from the gut to hormones to curing cravings to just kind of really um, working with food nutrients to kind of get to the root of people's uh whatever their goal is nice so um i want to know a little bit more about your background how did um your career start what did you do before um just yeah tell us a little bit about that all right so i started i'm actually a dental hygienist i went to school for dental hygiene um i studied in eastern tennessee state university you can hear have a little bit of an accent still uh got into that Loved it. It was a five-year program. We did a lot of nutrition also with that, more so than just the hygiene part. Um, started getting interested in kind of like the food cooking stuff just on my own. Yeah. Uh, I got into practice of dental, dental for about two years. I traveled over to South America and actually got a gut bug and kind of totally had to restore my gut and go into all the all the things, antibiotics and all that kind of stuff. And really just started to gain an appreciation for what food could do for me. So long story short, got myself healed back to pieces, stopped all the antibiotics and kind of just took a step back from dental hygiene. Um, and that's where my practice started. I didn't really envision it to be a practice in the beginning. I started studying, went back to study clinical nutrition and just really using food to function and feel best and then just kind of have grown such an appreciation for all the different parts that you can add from gut balance, hormone balance, weight management, um, brain boosting your brain power, all through just the flow and function of food. So that's where my practice evolved, um, nourishing Nelly, and now I do it full time. I wrote a book called Batch Building all about the different foods and then I now teach the Nourishing Nelly Masterclass which is a curriculum I've developed kind of going into each of those components of um, just teaching individuals some of the things that they might not necessarily know about food and nutrition and that they don't think is important um, everything from like sleep nutrients to for females eating certain foods around their cycles. Um, that's something I love to talk about and work with. Um, and then gut health and I'm big for the energy. So always about kind of finding those best foods, maybe the timing, the patterns of the energy foods. So that's me. 
That's awesome. Um, so there's always clients ask me because I've been a personal trainer for 17 years. We yeah. talk about nutrition for um, yeah for a long time, and and every day there's there's some some topics coming up, and there's so many hot topics right now. But one is right. really um, really really important because um, cravings. How do we control them? How can we? Yes. Um, yeah, that, that's such a bust topic because um, if we have cravings, we tend to uh, eat certain foods that we shouldn't be eating. And um, right. yeah, tell us a little bit about um, how to yeah, stop the cravings and how to right. uh, control them. So, so something I teach is mindfulness, um, self-awareness and mindful eating. Uh, it's about like a three or four exercise part of my masterclass. And what we really, really go into there is understanding where those cravings are fr coming from. Um, if we can get to the why of your cravings, I can guarantee that I have a replacement for that craving, whether that's a product or whether that's a combination. Um, so for example, sometimes people will be craving sugar, right? That's a big one. Sweets, everyone. I just crave sugar. I crave sugar. Um, And that's because the body could maybe be trained to crave sugar. If you constantly give yourself that, then that's the normal. You got to create a new, I like what I like to say, you got to create your new normal. Like you, you got to teach your body what it should want. And I'm, not, and I'm, I'm not saying you should never eat sugar, but let's keep it uh, in balance. Let's find sugar-free alternatives, the things like stevia, monk fruit, or um just allowing yourself sugar sometimes from fresh fruits and those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. um, one of the biggest things on curing cravings I notice is restriction. If you restrict yourself from certain foods, you know, if you're not, I can't have pizza. I can't have, I just, I, I'll only, I'll do a cheat meal. I'm going to have my cheat meal of my chocolate and wine. Well, who are you cheating on and why, you know, <laughs> get that restriction away. And then as soon as we can find a healthy alternative or moderate that add it in balance, then it no longer really becomes a craving. It's just so it's more so like I can eat that if I want to, but I don't really feel the best afterwards. When, and yeah, when, when I crave, for example, sugar, as you, as you explained, right. Um, what is, is there a mineral that is lacking in my body? Is yeah. There something, so, yeah. What's so like I said, Uh, going, going into the cravings, you know, working with the, the intuitive, the clinical part, there's something missing in your life when you crave anything. So for example, I, a few of the things that are, are big check marks when I, that I go to are mineral deficient deficiencies. So that's a big thing. If you are mineral deficient, then your body will crave anything. It, it, and People just automatically think sugar. I crave sugar. Well, how do you know you're craving sugar? Why don't you try eating some fiber with some protein and healthy fats and good flavor and see if you still have that sugar craving. Um, but if you do, if you do notice that you're craving sugar, one of the biggest things I do go to is the gut because the imbalance in gut bacteria, the good pre and probiotics, if you have the imbalance there, those bad gut bacteria will, they feed off of sugar. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you have your housing bacteria that eat sugar 
And so they're constantly traveling up the vagus nerve to your brain saying, Hey, I want sugar. I want sugar. Like that's my fuel. And if you're, you know, if you're listening to that, then that's what you want. So you say, so you kind of come down to, well, how do I make sure my, I don't have those bacteria, but that's where you, you know, that's why it's important to focus on good gut health, eating pre and probiotic foods, yogurts, and those kinds of things. How would you, um, with a client, figure out uh, what the client is missing? Let's say the client is missing magnesium, uh, calcium. Right. Um, I do run labs in my clinic sometimes, (laughs) um, but I actually feel with just by filling out my health history questionnaire, I have a quiz and a questionnaire that we go through. Um, I ask what, what you're currently eating and can, I can kind of get a pretty good picture of what they're deficient in um, and re- have some recommendations. We try those and test it out and see how it goes. Um, I am a big, big nutrition nerd. I'm constantly studying, reading the next book, doing all the podcasts, those kinds of things. I, I think it's so amazing to study food energetics and just everything. So um, like I told you, the psychological behavioral part of cravings is really big. So going back into how do I find what someone's deficient in? um, I like to look at their lifestyle and their patterns and what do they eat? Mm -hmm. Um, I think this is really neat concept. See if you can get behind it and understand me sweetness in life, right? So the human body is designed to crave sweets. Okay. You get a hit of what we like to call serotonin, dopamine, right? The, mm-hmm. the feel good, happy hormones. Okay. There's many things in life that can provide you with that hit of serotonin and dopamine. Wow. So that serotonin dopamine rush that you get when you eat sugar is simply a pathway that, that you activate. And you're using sugar to create your sweetness. Got it. So sometimes, you know, I go into we, <clears throat> what I like to call a daily routine. We set up um, a, like a pattern that works best for the client. And, you know, I'll notice uh, like who, who's your social circle? Like what sweetness do you have? If you're lacking social connection, if you're lacking um, anything from even like a relationship sex provides dopamine and serotonin and happiness. It's a stress release. If you don't have uh, a positive self-talk or, you know, good friends, good good connection with your family, those are all things that provide a sense of sweetness in life. And if you're lacking those sweets, then you're simply using sugar sweets as your only source of sweetness in life. Does that make sense? That makes absolutely sense. And I, I want to stay a little bit more um, on the on the brain side of things with dopamine, yeah. release, serotonin release. Uh-huh. Um, could you give us some maybe actionable tips that help release it, but you don't like, like it's not like a jock where you create right. all the time, where it's yeah. like, a, like a slower <laughs> release, maybe where it's like steady and uh, you don't, you don't crash. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so here's a few of my favorites and I actually have this on my Instagram. It's an exercise sheet. You guys check it out. It's awesome. It's called the shot to serotonin. You're taking a shot of your drink right now. You can just like you take a shot of your drink. You can take a shot of serotonin. Um, (laughs) and I, I really like for you to find your own shot to serotonin because 
different things make people, different people happy, right? Mm -hmm. We can create it from anything, but I'll share mine um, that I use every day. So sunshine, super big source of serotonin and dopamine release immediately. Just the, like the heat, the sun, it activates um, vitamin D. That's a great way to gain serotonin and dopamine. That's why you like Another Florida one. so much, right? Yeah, that's why I love <laughs> Florida. <laughs> so the next way I like to do um, for me is I'm a big productivity, success, uh, sm small success even, um, win type of person. That's my personality. So checking stuff off your to-do list, it is a huge surge of serotonin and dopamine. You feel good. <laughs> you get something done. Um, it's awesome. You know, everyone, I, I, I like to say, don't let your to-do list kill you because it will, because we all have those endless to-do lists. So just simply picking a few things off your to-do list, whether that's like, that can even be just getting laundry done, finishing, paying my bills, take the dog out and clean the house like that check, simply checking that stuff okay. off your to-do list. It can give you a hit of serotonin dopamine. Um, next one exercise that, I mean, it's incredible. I mean, that goes without saying just that fast burst and it doesn't have to be anything intense Buy a weighted hula hoop, get a little baby rebound trampoline. I'm outside now. It's beautiful out. Um, anything fun, move your body, move more. I feel like move more, live more. That's like a good thing. A good quote to live by. That's a good way. Um, those are my top ways other than food. And then if you do want a good serotonin and dopamine release from food, um, check out some of the al healthy alternatives. Uh, I always stalk the markets and try to find healthy alternatives for my favorite unhealthy dessert or desserts or whatever they are, sweets or even just, you know, a lot of people have cravings for chocolate or pizza or burgers and fries. And, you know, that's just not unhealthy. Let's find the healthy versions. And I'm queen of that. <laughs> And there's an there's a really unhealthy version I feel like uh, which is alcohol. Um, what's your take on right. alcohol in general? Because I see right. so many times like um, there's a holiday coming around and people are drinking like crazy. Weekend yeah. drinkers every day. I mean, it's it's just like, there's so much alcohol out there. Uh, what's your take on uh, nutrition? So and my health on my that? take on alcohol is obviously it's it's damaging to the body. Uh, dehydrates you not good for your liver it makes you feel bad and icky but it's also a part of life and it shouldn't be taken away from somebody who absolutely gets enjoyment out of it um i would say here's my take on it for one moderation is key you know that that goes without saying on anything mm -hmm. so that's for sure what I, i what i like to use but two kind of like i like to think of using things from your life toolbox. So I have a few supplements you can pull out of your life toolbox to use when you do drink excessive alcohol on the weekends, or if there's an event, a wedding or something, one of those biggest, one of the biggest things is chlorella. Chlorella really latches into the liver, helps chelate and cleanse that charcoal uh, detox that you can detox yourself with that. Um, and kind of just preparing yourself not going into the alcohol with a dehydrated body, yeah. not going in empty, empty with an empty belly, having like a meal inside <laughs> of you. Um, and then my trick is one, one sip of alcohol, one sip of water, one sip of alcohol, one sip of water, you know, like 
rock that all night yeah. long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and then again, I always find healthy alternatives. There's plenty. There's a thing called a company called Flying Embers. They just launched. It's like a seltzer, a little 5% alcohol. Absolutely fantastic. Zero sugars. It's kombucha. It actually has um, healthy prebiotics in it. Um, there's a company called Kin, K-I-N. They're uh, euphoric. They're non-alcoholic beverages, yeah. but they're um, very, you know, euphoric slash give you that sense of like, you know, why are we drinking Same. in the first place? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So those are my things for alcohol. And then just, you know, build your body up, be, be immune, uh, be immune yeah. to anything. Just like we have COVID, you know, get yourself able to handle whatever. If you can, uh, if you have a he pretty healthy regimen of what you eat, what you drink and what you do, there's no doubt about it. They're going to be able to have some alcohol and just bounce back right back the next day or two. Absolutely. And um, then my, my last thing I'll say about alcohol is, um, if it does get you, if you do just whatever, wait, drink way too much and it gets you down, take it as a lesson. I always like to take the, <laughs> you know, life challenges as a lesson. Sometimes I'll have the clients like I just ate a hot dog with this at the Cardinals game, whatever. I feel like absolute trash today. And I'm like, well, take it as a lesson and learn about yourself. You know, that's not what suits you best. Absolutely. And um, there's probably one of the most frequent questions that you get asked. Um, I get asked to um, probably your clients ask you, what do you do on a regular basis? What is your nutrition like? What is your exercise level like um maybe yeah, give us a little bit of a take on that yeah so uh i always you know this is a varying question and it's a dangerous question because i am very big for teaching one um unique and bio-individuality you know i don't think there's two bodies that are the same um so what works for me definitely won't work for you but uh i always like to practice mindfulness and what does my body need to do what does it need to eat and what does it need to eat that day um personally though uh i cycle sync so i'll go in in turn of like what my hormones are telling me and then kind of like where i'm at in my life and my what are my goals is are my goals to gain weight to maintain my weight or to uh lose weight you know or are my goals to build hormones get pregnant soon, like kind of like taking that into hand uh, or into higher thoughts. And then I make decisions off of there. And I think that's the really cool part of my practices. I teach you that. So once you how, do you, goals, how do you figure out with your hormones, what do you need uh, on food? Um, how do you know? Uh, the, how do I know? How do you know what you need around mm -hmm. each of the, exactly. uh, of the hormones? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, during each of the cycle, the luteal, there's luteal, there's the ovulatory, and then there's another luteal. It's actually two weeks long. And then there's the menstruation. Um, so during the four, the four different weeks, your body's doing something different. It's either shedding, building, um, or getting ready to build, you know, create the eggs. Uh, so the way that I developed my system is going to the nutrients that do that what food nutrients help your body build healthy egg, what food nutrients help your body shed the lining of your uterus, AKA period. And then what are your, like, for example, during the female 
menstruation week, she's losing a lot of iron and um, folate, you know, so adding foods like grass fed steak or black beans and spinach, um, mushrooms, those are all foods that restore the body um, miso. Okay, so kind of just really functional approach. But going back to what do I do? I always like to wake um, and I hydrate. I think fasting is a great tool to use. Um, I think fasting in a regimen way, like, so I, every person should have a different goal of hours of fasting. And that's something that we, we kind of dive into, but I like to wake up, I hydrate. Um, I'll take a branch chain amino acid and actually, um, electrolytes and I like to hit a fasted workout, whatever that, whatever my body's telling me. Um, I'm big, my whole diet, I guess you would, if you could call it a diet, my food intake is all fresh vegetables and abundance of all the vegetables and fresh fish. Um, I eat a lot of eggs. Um, as far as like, where do I, I know a lot of people do like, sorry, I think we got cut off there. Uh, I think a lot of people do, um, want to know like macro counting. I'm not too, too big into macros. I like to say, mm. let's notice nutrients. But if you want to know, like, where do my fresh, where do my proteins come from? Fresh fit. Fre- I don't, my phone keeps right. going off. Fresh fish. Um, and I like a lot of grass fed steak. I like eggs. Where do you, where do your um, carbohydrates come from? I eat a lot of root vegetables. Um, I eat a lot of beans, um, even branching into grains if I want or feel like my body needs, but not, not relying on them. Things like quinoa and oatmeal, Mm -hmm. but, um, biggest ones are like cassava, plantain, sweet potatoes, beans. I I love fruit. Um, then vegetables, just all the, all the leafy grains and healthy fats like avocado. Um, I'm actually not too, too big on nuts and seeds, uh, occasionally, but I remember, I, I like to always go back to digestive health with everything in the gut. And yeah. those can be the hardest nuts and seeds are the hardest um, on your digestive system. Absolutely. So I, I always like to say, um, let's first use things like avocado, healthy fish or animal fats, um, olives, olive oil, coconuts, those kinds of things. And then kind of add the nuts and seeds and um kind of as just like extras. I always actually use that fat for my dessert, kind of peanut butter, almond butter, seeds. Uh, so I have a little bit of I, a I... controversial question for you. So I, yeah. I talked uh, with a friend yesterday. She is actually a vegan. Yeah. I'm not. And <laughs> then uh, right. she said, yeah, why, how can you eat meat? Um, I would not even uh, kiss my partner if he's a meat eater. You know, it's like, okay. Uh, well, right. Um, I don't know. I like to eat meat. I think um, it has um, benefits for your body. And um, what is your take on being a vegan and, and all take, the movement of that? So, right. So there's two, two ways I can uh, approach this. Uh, me, my personal, Brittany, like you want to ask me, here's what I'll say. And then there's my clinical nourishing Nelly approach of how I address clients because I never turn people away. I never smack people's hand for what they do. I always like to teach what I feel is best 
and let them learn on their own. And then they can be the determiner. Um, automatically, I think that a vegan diet is lacking nutrients that are easy to obtain from animals. So I, I think it's very hard, especially being a female to be healthy hormonally on, on a vegan diet. It's definitely doable. Um, but however, supplements, maybe, or do you supplements? Need um, yeah, supplements <laughs> and just kind of eating a lot of uh, eating a lot of double what I like to call double nutrients. So like lentils is where you get protein and carbs, you know what I mean? Like a lot of doubles. Um, I was in life like to think, um, you know, what what's the easiest way to get my result? Mm. What's the fastest, quickest way to get there? Um, there is nutrients from animals, grass, uh, grass fed beef, salmon, you know, eggs that you cannot get from supplements. And so, you know, you'd forever be lacking in those. However, it's very easy to get them by eating quality seafood and meat and eggs and those kinds of things. So for me, I'm like, why would you take the harder route of not doing it? You know? But then there's people that they just have those views, like killing animals or, yeah, or it just them. actually yeah. grosses them out. Like they're like, look, it's just, I can't handle that. I'm eating this and that's okay too. Mm -hmm. So if that's their take, then I'm like, well, look, you, that, that's, you know, like that's your viewpoint. So you're going to have to go ahead and give up this for that. Um, so for example, I work with women who want to lose weight uh, and being a vegan and also trying to, you know, maintain healthy weight, not, I, I, I want to say it's not, not doable, but you're going to have to eat a little bit extra carbohydrates and fats, because that's where you're going to be getting a lot of your protein from beans, tofu, and that not that carbohydrates make you gain weight, but they can, if you eat them in an abundance yeah. and, um, protein requirements for women and just in general are huge for maintaining lean muscle mass. And if you got to think about it, muscles, what burns fat in your body, get your metabolism kicking and build muscle because muscle is working constantly for you when you're not. And if you're not building muscle via protein amino acids, then, you know, it's going to be really hard to you know, be lean or even it's not about being lean, but just maintain the weight you want to be. You might have those stubborn belly fat. So that's my take on veganism. Um, however, I'm, I'm down if they're down for that lifestyle, I can definitely get you a plan set up and you can, you know, see how, see how it. Exactly. Um, I, yeah, you're such a wealth of knowledge and um, I appreciate you coming on my podcast um i'm sure we're gonna do this in the future again um but yeah. I, um, my listeners really know where they can find you um where they can find your courses where they can find uh, yeah your your social sure. media. so i am big on instagram i'm trying to get better at social media but i do actually love that one you can find me at nourishing nelly that's n-e-l-l-i with an i um and you can also go to my website, nourishingnelly.com. Uh, on there, you can read all about my book, my masterclass, and it's actually tied into a society. I like to call it Nourishing Knowledge Society, kind of have access to, 
to all the information, the guides and the books and stuff. So that's where you guys can find me. Um, I actually am doing a free mini training on curing your cravings right now. So if you head over there, um, drop your email and, and a direct message and I'll send you a free video on um, curing cravings. Got it. Perfect. Yeah. Um, you guys heard it. Uh, get over to her website or to her social media and get the freebie. I, I definitely go there. Awesome. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, appreciate your, your knowledge. Appreciate your thoughts. Absolutely. And uh, we'll do it again in the future. Yeah. And I have a question, Mark. I always yeah. like to ask uh, the people I, I talk with. Uh, this is big for me. I'm big on self-awareness because it's all, all where the plans develop from. So if your body could talk right now, what would it tell you? What would my body, uh, that my body is recovered from um, COVID. <laughs> wow, it could say it's recovered. Uh, yeah, I feel, I, feel, I feel good. I feel energetic. Um, uh, awesome. I uh, never want to go through that again because the energy levels were definitely not there. Uh, but I yeah. feel really good again. And cool. I, I can't wait to go to the gym now. <laughs> good. Bringing that self-awareness. Yeah. You're right. So exactly. It feels good to feel good. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much. Good. Chat with you I'll soon. talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Everyday Fitness with Coach Mark. Hopefully you're feeling fired up and motivated to get going. All it takes is just 30 minutes per day. Get your hands on Coach Mark's incredible free workout challenge or join him live for an online workout every single week by going straight to completethechallenge.com. Super easy to remember, completethechallenge.com. Don't forget, the key to results is consistency. Join us for the next episode of Everyday Fitness with me, Coach Mark, every Monday and Thursday.